three, two. On today's episode, we're talking about the chillest superheroes. Oh! Where we pick some things and then we rank them. My name is Chris Buckman. And I'm the sensitive one, Jackson Cornelison. <laughs> and I'm the I'm the gruff one, Joe Bradshaw. Oh, we don't get along at all. Er, what does that mean? Er, am I the am I the beauty or the brain? I don't know. You have to decide. <laughs> I'm both the beauty and the brain. <laughs> You're just <laughs> the whole package, Chris <laughs> Just the complete the star of the show. Yeah, we had to round it out with this one perfect character. Um, the reason we all came here. Guys, uh, I think I might be a D-list celebrity now. Oh. Oh. Because oh, I think you mean uh, a G-list. I think G-list. Maybe like an F, like a K-list. No, G-list. Get it? Oh, G. Oh, because of the golf thing. Because of golf. I was going to say, because it's golf. I stood about 50 yards away from Phil Mickelson today. Oh. He's a golf man. Phil McDonald's. (laughs) The founder of McDonald's. Old Phil McDonald's. Uh Uh-huh. I, uh, no, I saw all the, uh, I was working concession stand at a PGA tour in my town, and I saw all the the big um, ball stick boys. Did you see the tiger? Uh, yeah, it caused a real panic. Everybody was like, who let the, put this thing back in its cage. This is the zoo. Put this thing back in the woods. Put this thing, oh, no, Have y'all seen that picture of Tiger Woods recently? No. Does he have a thick beard and is he wearing glasses and is he like living in a cabin? No, but he looks like he's about 85 years old. Mm. Age has not treated him well. Golf. That's what golf does to a man. Yeah. Every, That's every what you saw today, right? Saps a little bit of your life out of you. Did you gain some life force just being around them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's just kind of constantly seeping out of them. And, and, and just if you're close to it, you just kind of suck it up. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, that'll be $13 for your deluxe hamburger. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, it is. Thanks, a, Rory. That's why everybody loves hole-in-one so much is... Whenever a golfer gets a hole in one, one year is taken off of his life and then evenly distributed to everybody around, right? Everybody else gets a little bit of that one year of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they and that's why a- that's why people freak out so much when they get a hole in one. They're they're trying to miss. That's why they don't get hole in one so much. That's why they freak yeah, out. They're like, no, "Oh crap, a year, an entire year." <laughs> that's a whole one. It's like when you get like a twenty dollar tip at the restaurant, but you know you have to split it with all the other. In fact, you have to give it all away to your other employees because you don't accept tips. So it really wasn't a good analogy. It was terrible because you're a golfing attendant or concession worker. You're not supposed to take tips. You're supposed <laughs> to give them. Concession worker slash caddy. I was both flipping <laughs> golf... burgers and suggesting a nine iron. An on attendant. That, on that one, over that hill. Was it a nine iron every time? Where you're like, on this one, hold on, let me get it. Like, you lay down on the ground and you, like, look out at the at the <laughs> green and you say... Across the fairway. And you say, I think a nine iron. 
I think a nine iron would be it's best. Funny here. no one ever asked me for my opinion. <laughs> you just kept yelling it. I was just yeah, sort of crawling through sand traps, just like a nine would be good. And he's like, I'm putting. Sure, I'm putting. And then they, but then they would inevitably get out the nine iron and sink it. They'd get that dirty ball right, right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and then right after uh, they, I'd do my Happy Gilmore impression. Everybody'd be like, "Oh yeah, that movie's so good." From the movie, <laughs> from the movie, he runs at the golf ball and hits it far. And he uses a hockey stick, not regulation. <laughs> what kind of what kind of golf themed snacks did you serve, Chris? Uh, fried golf balls, uh, fried golf clubs. Did you serve iced teas? Well, no. that's been our podcast, uh, no. and thank uh. you for listening. <laughs> thank you for listening to Rank. This has been our podcast. We'll be back next week with a two-man show. <laughs> and it'll be Jackson and Chris. For some reason, they decided to cut me out of it. <laughs> Joe just didn't pick up on the bit enough for me. So I just wanted as, to follow. As editor and producer, I decided golf. to make the call. Am um, I the producer of this show? I, think I so. guess so. I think, well, so I think me and Jackson are the executive producers, and right. you're so you put the, all your money into it, <laughs> right? <laughs> but I get the creative vision, right? You're the creative producer. I can handle that. Speaking of producing, oh, speaking of the producers, speaking of production, I'll trade you two wood for one wheat. Oh, hey. Never. Board Anybody game got jokes. any sheep? Anybody got any sheep? Always. Could, could use a little bit more of that sheep. Everyone has sheep. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get rid of three sheep. Anybody want to get take my three Just sheep? Just kill them and <laughs> drain their blood and eat their meat. <laughs> oh, you, you were don't talking eat... about a board game. Oh. In this one, were you? Wait, what? Wait. What were y'all talking about? Just, you know, regular life stuff, I guess. Just <laughs> I thought we were talking about... Anyways, speaking of produce... I thought we were tra- talking about draining the blood of animals. Speaking of produce, it's my job to segue this show, so watch me do it. And there it is. Hey, this is, this is, a, this is ranked. This is ranked. <sighs> this beautiful sonic journey that we call a podcast. What's it about? Jackson... I'm really, really, truly glad you asked on this Thank one. Thank you. Very glad. <laughs> this is a show where we pick some things and then we rank them. And oh. on today's episode, we are going to be ranking the chillest superheroes or the superheroes that we'd most like to just hang out with. Just kind of invite them over to the place, maybe get some pizza, maybe play some GameCube. <laughs> Just you know, have a have a sick chill sesh. With. Have a like, who would you like to have a sick chill sesh? So we're gonna be ranking superheroes and maybe a couple of villains. Hey Chris, got uh-huh. a question for you. And this is a yeah, question okay. I've never asked you before. And uh-huh. I just I want honesty for this once, just this once. I want some honesty. What order <laughs> are we ranking these in? On today's episode, we're gonna be ranking from Ed Norton to Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> And their portrayal of the Hulk, not just like as mm-hmm. humans. Hundred percent Hulk cast today. 
We're just we're just gonna be hulking it today. We're gonna be a deep dive. Ooh, can we start a spin-off podcast called Hulking It? <laughs> what do we do on Hulking It? I think we I don't know, we could do it like all those shows where the where they like watch one movie over and over. We could if we could just watch all of the Hulk movies. In okay. one day, every and day also, for the rest of our lives. And also maybe appearance every appearance of Hulk Hogan in professional wrestling. Oh, we could just do all the Hulks. All the Hulks. Just every any single Hulk. one of them. I think that's. I think we. I think we covered it. Are there any other Hulks? We watch every piece of media that every Hulk has ever been in, every day for the rest of our lives, and, pro- and provide a comprehensive review of it. I'm into this. So there was also the Hulk TV show. Hey, there's a couple with episodes. Lou, Lou Ferrigno. A couple episodes of our, uh, I, our podcast. Pretty sure they painted him green to make that. Uh, oh, it was a live show. action. Yeah, have you ever seen that show? I've heard of it. I knew that Lou Ferrigno did it. Yeah, you should look up Lou Ferrigno as the Hulk sometime. Lou, Fer- Lou Ferrigno is a painted lady. I love Nosferatu. He was a... <laughs> Let's... It's, first of all, it's weird that you would say that that way. <laughs> With or without context. I'm not sure if you're talking about the movie or the human. <laughs> or the character. That's who you guys were talking about. He played the Hulk, right? Yes, Nosferatu the vampire, or yeah, whatever the it was. Yeah, Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> now, well, now you're just doing free association. <laughs> now, now this has just become a psychology session. Lou, okay, what's funny to me is Lou Ferrigno's Hulk is like six foot three, and the Avengers Hulk is like a eighteen small stories building. tall. <laughs> yeah, he punches through the eighteenth floor. <laughs> Very different portrayals of our man, the Hulk. Also, Lou Ferrigno's Hulk had tan pants, and, and the Hulk the mullet. Love wears purple pants. He also yeah. had a mullet. Very important things to note about the Hulk. Oh, speaking a, of the just Hulk, just a teaser. Just a teaser. Speaking of the Hulk, uh, I guess I'll go first on who I think might be the chillest superhero that I would want to have a hang sesh with. Who you um, hang I, with? I Jackson? feel like this is leading towards something. Okay. I, 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 <laughs> I I know a segue when I see one, uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm seeing a guy roll by on a. Uh, there's a guy rolling by on a segue right now, um, and I know one when I see one, but I also know a segue when I hear one, and I think that was one. So, <laughs> and you can say all of this from studio. What's the name of your car? What's your cilantro? Cilantro <laughs> studio. Studio cilantro. Nope. Studio cilantro. Is what it is now. <laughs> oh, actually, my car's name is Cecilia the Elantra. She is Cilantra. Oh. 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 I didn't know that. Good job. I didn't know that, but... Funny how those things work together. Studio this Cilantra. episode is sponsored by Hyundai. Hyundai, the official car of podcasting. Drive one. I also have a Hyundai. Just throwing that out there. So it is yeah, our dr- official car. <clears throat> and let's say the let's say the uh, the slogan together, Joe's, since this is the official... Okay. Podcast, Chris. Do you want to just like jump in? I love this slogan too. Can I jump in on that? Yeah, yeah. Three, two, one. Driving Driving bad boy home base. (laughs) No, let's recap. (laughs) Because I only heard myself. Yeah, Japan cars. (laughs) Think they're Korean. Well, that's that's still their motto. (laughs) Uh, Mine was a. Drive it, bad boys. 
Mine was driving it to the home base. <laughs> I think there's some synergy. I can see the three. We got some brand synergy. Spiraling a little bit around each other. Just picture this. It's Japan. You're a bad boy who's committed some crimes. You've stolen a loaf of bread to feed your family. And you got to get back to home base. I was thinking that, of another thing. Who's that driving the car? It's the Incredible Hulk. Jackson, <laughs> shoot, no. go. Hey, hold on. I Here's think... Another... Okay. <laughs> I know I a segue when I see one, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> All of this was part of it. It's um, the segue ever and... <laughs> Scene. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our podcast. This has been ranked. Next we just we'll love that two, you we'll listen. The two man podcast, <laughs> and it'll be me out because they didn't like it. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, I have to talk about the Hulk. I think the Hulk would be really chill to hang around, which seems kind of like the antithesis of chill because the Incredible Hulk is kind of a. Uh, a giant rage machine, but mm-hmm. hear, but hear me out. I got reasons. I'm not willing. I am not willing to hear you out. <laughs> well, I deny your it's not assertion. Per- and it's not nope. particularly the Incredible Hulk I would want to hang out with. But I'm kind of into self betterment right now. I think Bruce Banner would be kind of cool. I mean, what's, what's so cool about Bruce Banner? Well, because like I said, I'm into self betterment. And he would kind of be a nice kind of gauge for, am I being mean right now? Like, am I making somebody angry? Because if he starts turning green, like, I know, like, I gotta be nicer and more enjoyable to be around or I'm gonna get, you know, killed very, okay, very, so you, so very you, easily. So you're talking about sort of an iron sharpens iron sort of situation where... Yeah, it's kind of like iron squashes pudding. Yes, It's kind of that's how it would go. Because I'm very soft. I have lots of adipose. This is vanilla pudding, baby. Don't assume. <laughs> a little it's a banana. A little banana vanilla wafers. Couple, vanilla wafers are, is your skull. <laughs> vanilla wafers are your bones. Okay, so like you, okay, so we're kind of imagining a hang sesh, sort of like a, you know, what's your perfect date with Bruce Banner, a.k.a. The Incredible Hulk. Like, what are you guys going to get into? Like, Y'all going bowling? Are y'all just going like, to uh, kick back and watch Netflix? What's going on? Bowling, not good because bowling balls are very heavy and the Hulk can throw them very fast. So, <laughs> and if he doesn't get a strike, if he doesn't get a strike, he's 100% throwing them. You got to be careful about hanging out with old Brucey because, I mean, you play Super Smash Brothers, you can't win. No. You can't, like, you win, you die. Unless you're playing as Jigglypuff. And then he's totally cool with it. Mm-hmm. Unless you beat him as Jigglypuff, like my brother. Oh, I beat everyone as Jigglypuff. You just get on the side and you just hold that roll button. And yep, you, and then you just roll into him. And then it knocks him off, and it's very fun. Never see it coming. So, I mean, what do, what do you guys think? This is a this is a discussion podcast. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what? Thanks for the trying. invitation to to. This is your invitation. Here. That uh, that's my only joke. <laughs> no, just the concept that if he got mad while you were hanging out, he would hurt he would, you. He would kill yeah, you, and like, hurt you, but like, and make your bones he'd help, into jelly. He'd help me be a more enjoyable person. He would 
he would help me become better to be around. So I think he'd what? make me a better friend. Did y'all ever play that that Hulk video game where you could um, squash a bus? I guess just killing all the people inside. But yeah, then you that's get to ride terrible. around like a skateboard. <laughs> hey, fun! I just <laughs> murdered some people and then did a kickflip. <laughs> it's really, it's really cool because their bones kind of give a great elasticity to the board. <laughs> it makes it so that your nollies are very good. <laughs> just so hey, weird. hey! The, on, the only downside is you can't do a boneless. And that's our podcast. <laughs> Thanks for listening. This has been ranked. <laughs> next Tune week. Next week. Tune get next this. Week too. Get this. We're gonna be back in a two-person episode. <laughs> next time it'll be two it's gonna be people. Jackson by himself talking, <laughs> <laughs> talking to the Hulk. <laughs> no, that All might right. be a good podcast, J- Jackson and the Hulk. I don't and think that, and that you that's have a name for your podcast right away, Jackson. The, I'm into I'm into your hang sesh with with old Brucey, old Brucey yeah, I'm boy. Into it. I'd hang but that. you just got to be careful. You just got to be careful. I'm worried about you, Jackson. All right. So my um, my candidate for okay, superhero that I would like to hang out with is a, a lad, a boy. <laughs> I guess he's Scottish since he's a lad. DC Comics hero. Matter eater lad. Oh, I wonder, Joe, what does this lad do? <laughs> well, matter eater lad is um, a boy, I guess. It doesn't really say his age, but he mm-hmm. is a lad. I like the enigma. <laughs> so he must be young, who is able to bite and consume all forms of matter, including indestructible matter, like the example given here is Superman. So just, oh, just just chomping eating. on some Superman, just chomping on some Krypton, Planet Krypton's Prince. Now, are they talking about um, Superman, or are they talking about Superman ice cream, which is just vanilla ice cream, colored different colors? I, I believe it's talking about the entity. Oh, so like some Superman vor. <laughs> yes, he has a strange addiction to eating <laughs> Superman's toes. Okay, so I would like to point out, based on a cursory Google image search, three items that I see Matter Eater Lab ingesting. First, yes, uh, a trellis, just kind yes. of like a that's kind of his his main thing that he is, is seen the, eating. The main food group for Matter Eater Lab. The second one is a hoagie that includes um, I'm seeing a wrench, uh, a chain, and fragments of a golf club. But, like, between slices of bread, as one does, to help, as, it, go down, yeah. to help it go down real smooth. And third, a tunnel. He is uh, he is sort of <laughs> forming a tunnel as he uh, eats his way through the earth. Dude, okay. Superhero. So, my, my okay, question... I'm also seeing a picture really quick. I just want to address this. I would assume he could eat matter and digest it at a super metabolized rate. Um, but there's a picture of him where he's very fat. So does he just retire early because he just gets morbidly obese after like a few adventures? Yeah, he can't digest any of it. All of his, <laughs> the food just stays inside of him. So forever. We're all matter eater lad. I guess. I mean, it's so. If- 
if superheroes' name is just a thing that they do. Yes, we all do that. So I we all eat some amount of matter. Um, so, so here's the reason that I would want to hang out with Matter Eater Lad. What is it? Because I I can eat a lot of different things, and sometimes I eat things, and I tell Connie that I don't really like them that much. I'm like, this isn't very good, but then I keep eating it, and she makes me feel bad because she tell asks me why are you still eating it then like i had a a block of cheese that i didn't really like and i ate the whole thing because it was there and so i would think that if i saw matter eater lad and he was just chomping on you know a hoagie of bees and tacks i would feel a little bit better (laughs) about you know my eating kind like just a not great block of cheese there was nothing wrong with it or anything it was just it wasn't great wasn't worth the calories. It wasn't worth the C's, as I like to say. So on your uh, on your perfect date with Matter Eater Lab, where are you guys going? What are you guys doing? I mean, it's that does sound good. If you wanted to like lard out Matter Eater Lad, like you could lard Just out with Matter Eater Lad. The Golden Corral. Oh man, take him to the Golden oh, Corral, buddy. Oh, buddy. Oh, dude! Could, take him on a take him on a diner drive-ins and dives tour, or like no, a neighbors' here's, food tour, and just here's like the have thing. Him beat all the contests. Here's the thing: you take him to Golden Corral. Here's the beautiful thing: he doesn't have to stop when the food is done. Like he can eat all of the food <laughs> in that restaurant, and then he just starts eating the restaurant. And then they try and stop him, and he says, mm, "It says all you can eat, right?" And, and then, then you he have, chomps their hand off, and then you have a grand laugh about it. And he chomps their hand off, and it's grisly, really and it's uh-huh. it's graphic, and he is Deadpool now, and he's in the movie Deadpool. Oh, he's so irreverent. He's just got that irreverent humor. <laughs> the irreverent humor. He's got that revenant humor. He eats a bear. He ate Leo's Oscar. You know what Leo said? You know what Leo said when he when he ate his Oscar? Don't do it. I, that's my only one. Dang it, how did you know the punchline? <laughs> it was, I saw it coming from a mile away. <laughs> hey guys, can I tell you about somebody I'd love to no. show with? Okay, if we're going to play this no game, it's not fun. It's fun. Wanna, it's, it's not fun. It's the first rule of improv. No, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'll tell you about something. <laughs> It's, the it's, first rule of improv is no butt, as in, like, shave that butt right off. In, if you come in here and you have a butt, kicking it, you're sending you to the curb. I don't want to see that tookus in here. No butt. D- no Don't tushies. let the door hit you on the... What? On your bare... On your backside? <laughs> on the way on your, out. On your thigh flesh. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you about somebody cool that I'd like to chill with? I mean, I who think you know the who, answer, but you can do it. Who technically counts as a superhero. Tell me. Because he appears on, like, a Marvel wiki website. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Jack. Ooh. Okay. Here's, here are some Skip facts bye, that bye, I can... Do, bye, bye. Don't, don't mind me. I'm just going to uh, have a backtrack for where you... Uh... Describe him. Oh, this is my second uh, favorite thing about improv. It's just when you do this. It's when you just do scat. When you just do scat. 
My favorite thing is when we ban Jackson from ever coming on the podcast again. (laughs) Sorry, I was lost in the music. What'd you say? (laughs) Uh, Hey guys, can I tell you about a superhero that I would like to to hang out with, maybe to chill with? Yes, and I would like for you to. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks, Joe. Thanks for playing by the rules. So, this guy's name is Jazz. Jackson, I'll watch you five to ten seconds. So, Jazz... It, he technically counts as a superhero uh, because he's on Marvel.com. But I'm looking at his stat sheet here. Um, real name, John Arthur Xander. Uh, aliases, none. Which is funny because it just said at the top of the page that his name was Jazz. <laughs> um, he, uh, there's not really a lot to his backstory other than these things. One, he is a drug dealer. <laughs> Two, he has blue skin. And three, he has no other powers or abilities. <laughs> and in this picture that I'm looking at, he's wearing a knockoff Fubu do do rag. And like that's his whole thing. It, it says is... boofu. <laughs> <laughs> and it says boofu. And at first, I thought it was like some kind of genie thing because he's blue like the genie. Oh, when but, I first no. saw his name, I thought that was his name, which I think is better than Jazz. Boo-boo. Yeah, boo So wait, why Jazz? Oh, oh, I, I know why Jazz. Why is that? His name is John Arthur Zander. Yeah. Jazz. I don't get it. Oh, J-A-Z. Yeah. Jay-Z. This is Jay-Z. Jay-Z. Um, okay, here's a cool thing. Marvel.com has a power grid, a way of ranking every superhero according to some key <laughs> attributes. And a, on the official ratings, on a scale of 1 to 7, Jazz, Intelligence, 1, Strength, 1, Speed, 1, Durability, 1, Energy, Projection, 1, and Fighting Skills, 1. <laughs> jazz, Jazz, I want to hang out with you because you're a cool blue dude and, like, I don't know, I hope you're not dealing drugs anymore, but I bet you're pretty, like, Cool, and just also, like, I, I bet he knows where that where that good stuff is. That good, he's blue got the skin good, pain. the b- good blue skin drug. That's what you know. Breaking Bad, they always kept asking for the blue stuff. Like you know, they they need the they need the real blue meth. They just wanted it to be dealt <laughs> by Jazz. Yes, yeah. Give me the blue stuff, and I mean the the guy, the guy, the man, the blue man. <laughs> so he also is a rapper. I don't know if you found that on your research, but his one of his other skills as a mutant is he's a mediocre rapper. And let me read you. <laughs> he's a mediocre rapper, Marvel. Let me read you one of his uh, sick lines. Um, this is from the issue House of M, Mutopia X, number one. They say I'm mutant because my skin's kind of blue, but inside, where it counts, I'm a sapien too. Okay, two things. <laughs> One, he just 
qualified his own one special characteristic. <laughs> My skin is kind of blue. It's like I consumed too much silver. <laughs> and now I have a, just a skin condition. Two, um, being a sapien... I don't really have anything to say about that. That's just not a way I've ever identified myself. With <laughs> you other, don't. With you don't humans. just go around pro- proclaiming your sapienness. I, has anyone ever checked his like, uh, like oxygen IQ? saturation? <laughs> Maybe I'm a little worried. Is he just very baby? sick? I think he's just hypoxic all the time. Poor guy. He just he... Never. He doesn't have lungs. I think might be the problem. Here's the thing that sucks. We don't know much about Xander's father, other yes. than the fact that he uh, had skin that was impervious to pain. So, how's your genetic inheritance going? <laughs> He's like, ooh, which one am I going to get? Am I going to get my mom? She can, like, shoot lasers out of her fingernails, but only if she says, like, and it's like, it's kind of lame, but whatever. I can shoot lasers. Or am I going to get my dad's cool metal skin? Or am I going to get some combination of the two? Oh, nope. Just blue. Just, just a blue, blue boy. Just an atrial septal defect. We're good. <laughs> just heart conditions. <laughs> and hospital visits for the rest of my but life. Like, here's, a, here's something I can guarantee you about Jazz. Like, he has... FIFA 06 for the PS2 like, mm-hmm. running on running on his TV constantly. That dude does not stop. I'm but he's sure. not very good at it. He's not very like, good at it. He he's gets like really willing to let you play. Like he's really excited when people come over because he can toss him that second controller. He can he he's can toss him that two P. Yeah. Okay. Well, like, so love here's to the, hang out with this man. Here's the other thing that makes him a good person to hang out with, and I think this qualifies for a few of ours. It it like he's not gonna make you feel bad. Like if you hung out with Superman, you'd be like, "Man, this sucks." He's just we like way cooler than me. Nothing in common. We have and, nothing to talk about. And he's always gonna have to like leave to go do stuff. Oh, that's a good point. A superhero who's too good is not good to hang out with because he's like needed. He's busy. Right. It, People are calling for him. Jazz is just gonna be like, uh, you know what? I'm probably not going to make it anyway. Um, it's going to take me a while to get there because I'm going to have to get in my 98 Honda Civic and drive over there. Um, and it does break down and it turn. It starts most of the time. But so I'm just going to crash here and just keep playing some some Super Smash on the cube. Right. And listening to like Bismarcky. Either that or like, I, I think he might think listen that? to a lot of Dave Matthews band. You know what? Blue. Daba dee daba die. <laughs> By Eiffel Constantly 65. on loop. That, that's probably true. That's good, because most people do just do the pun of their name is like the thing. or like <laughs> It's not really his name. That's the problem. I was going to say, maybe he just listens to jazz. All right, oh. Jackson, you got another one? Yeah. Uh, Caliban. Did you say Caliban? <laughs> <laughs> okay, tell me about Caliban. I only know of him because I just saw that one movie that he's in that's in theaters now. Hey, Logan, which is a very good movie. Watch it. Uh, fun fact, I saw I saw Logan in theaters, and my wife didn't want to see it, and it was like a Tuesday afternoon, so I went alone. And, you know, I kind of had the stigma attached to going to the theaters alone. I thought it'd be very sad. Turns out it was very enjoyable. 
you know and what? You, are you addicted? Are you addicted? To I it? am addicted. I am addicted because it was great, but you know, I did find something that maybe was a little bit sad, and that's crying alone in the theater. That's that's a little bit sad. Uh, I'll do. I'll grant that. I it took me like a solid three minutes to get out of my chair once the credits started rolling. Yeah, like again. I was I was so emotionally just drained. It was so much. Yeah, it got me. And if you're alone, oh boy, crying in a theater. Really has a lot of shame attached to it. Like, a lot of shame. <laughs> Anyways, well, on to Caliban. This is a cry for help. <laughs> um, Caliban is an X-Men. And he just smells real good. And not, like, smells as in... He has a good fragrance about him. Yeah, he, he doesn't wear good cologne. He might. That I don't know. That boy is like the inside of a Dillard's. Just a lot of smell, huh? All right. Uh, Caliban. <laughs> that was a good tangent. Caliban is an X-Men. Next. <laughs> Moving on. I only, only have one thing about him, um, and that's like if you happen to be going out to hang out with him, let's say he's your really good friend, and like you forgot deodorant. He'd be like, hey, man, just so you know. Like, you forgot deodorant. You don't smell bad yet. I just have a very good nose. Also, where we're going, tons of mutants. <laughs> <laughs> like, by the gadzooks. Gadzooks of bukus. Oh, of uh, Caliban, for those listening, uh, he can smell mutants. Like, he can detect where they are, kind of track them. And he also can he- smell other things, like what kind of metal things are. That kind of thing. And he's like, you got a little bit of a mutiny vibe. On you. You're not a mutant, but it's getting there. You're getting there. <laughs> My next one is Arm Fall Off Boy. Oh boy, this sounds like a good superhero. We're off to a we're off to a good start with this one. I can really feel like great a great hang sesh. We're gonna catch up on Parks and Rec. <laughs> so Arm Fall Off Boy is a full-grown man. I don't know why he's called boy. So not even a boy. Already he's, lying. I, I, hey, let me guess. His arms don't fall off either. So there, you're <laughs> wrong. His <laughs> arms very much fall off. His arms... He um, has the ability to detach his own limbs, which, everything I've read, the way they describe it is, which can then be used as blunt weapons... What if you don't want to? He can detach his limbs for any other reason, too. He can just detach his limbs. Oh, you know? like, it's not like a pretty thing, either. No, I'm looking at a picture like, of this. He's detaching his limb, and the onomatopoeia that they use is plorp. Yeah, and there's, like, like flesh there. Like, you can see flesh there underneath where his it arms looks, and lo- It his, looks like a his, stoma. He has a stoma. It looks like a giant stoma. The other thing is his legs also come off. He he could have been called limb fall off boy. He did not need to be called arm fall off boy. Because all of his pieces fall off. He none of his pieces are permanently attached to him. 
Well, um, I'm glad at least that it's arms fall off, boy, and not arms fell off, boy. <laughs> he he is able to retire. <laughs> that would be a arms, different story. Arms fell off, boy, would be very sad to hang around. He can he can reattach. So here's the reason that I think he would be a good person to hang with, to have a chill sesh with, because. He can like reach stuff because it like think about if you if you you detach your right arm and then you put it in your left arm and then you reach that's like doubling that arm's wingspan. Okay, you know, and so you can just like if you've got a jar of cookies that your mom hid on the top shelf that you can't reach, just get arm fall off, boy. He pops that arm off. He gets up there. He gets those. He gets those thin mints, and you go to town and you let him have a couple. Because he did a good job, but not that many. Because he doesn't really he they he has diabetes. Okay, uh, so he has and to you have know, tight I control. Think hanging out with him, I, and you're onto some good stuff here. I think with the cookie jar scenario, you also make him feel good because he does have an amazing superpower. It is, but he it's doesn't horrifying. get a, he doesn't get a chance to use it very much, and just the opportunity Except, like, for him to actually do some good. I think it'll make him feel good. And then you can feel good for making him feel good. Do you think he screams? Like, it hurts super bad. It's yeah. It's very painful. Do you think that yeah. he's like, Ah, it's coming out! And then he's like, oh, I got it. Do you think he works Do you think he works at, like, maybe gun shows or something? So he could do that joke where he's like, Tickets this way to the uh, gun show! And then his arms fall off and everybody screams. And he's pointing, and one of his arms is flexed, and it's in a corner. <laughs> Check out these guns. <laughs> um, and he's like pointing at them with his head, with his eyebrows, because both of his guns are on a table. And scene. And two more minutes. <laughs> That's a convincing case. Crease. You know who I want to hang, you know hang out with? Crease who? Mr. Freeze. Okay, not a superhero. A super Maybe maybe the opposite. Maybe the opposite. Well, I guess the opposite what? would be like a non-powered villain. Sure. Sorry, <laughs> right, like maybe, semantics. Maybe, maybe like Jazz's enemy, who's just like a rival <laughs> drug dealer down the street with normal skin. And isn't a drug dealer? He's actually and, like a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> He lives in a very. He lives on the other side of town. <laughs> so okay, Mister Freeze. Why would I want to chill with him? Obvious pun. Oh. And two. <laughs> uh, the first picture I found of him, he's smoking an ice cigar. It was like a an like an a, ice cigar. A nice, a uh, very nice cigar. Nice cigar. And then Borat comes out. <laughs> That's a good comic. <laughs> yeah, that's no. the thing is he likes hanging out with Borat. So it's, he likes hanging you know. out with Borat. And hanging out with Mr. Freeze would give me the opportunity to hear him say lines such as, Let's kick some ice. Uh, You're not sending one. me to the cooler. Uh, uh, who's... Hold on. What Quick question on di- that one. <clears throat> what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age... Uh, okay, two questions now. Yeah, I have a question no, for. The... I don't I'm worried about these questions. <laughs> <laughs> My first question is: Who do? Who, does anyone ever send anyone to the cooler? Is that like a punishment, or 
I is it like a death thing? You're not sending me to get something out of the walk-in cooler. Is it like I'm going to murder you and then put your body in a co- like? I don't I know where he's going what, with that. Maybe like the morgue. Morgue is that maybe the idiot. They're refrigerated. And then my second question was going to be related to something else, but I can't remember it now. Well, my second one is my my question is. Why in the Batman movie did Mr. Freeze walk into a room and say, "Who killed? What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age." That's not. Is that a threat? <laughs> I'm like I'm not a dinosaur. It's just man. like a fact. I'm just a guy wearing a suit. It's, like I don't get it. Um, and then my favorite of all time. All right, everyone. Chill. See that one's good. His, and then he shoots his ice gun. That one's good. Benefits benefits of hanging out with Mr. Freeze. Cold drinks, always cold. What would you ask, what random history question would you ask when walking <laughs> into a room that's a little bit threatening? It's, was it like trivia? I guess. It's a little, it's gotta All be right, a little bit threatening. Girls, if he adjusts his bow, bow tie and he's like, let's get ready. What? Kill the dinosaurs. See, I would walk in and be like, who fought in the Peloponnesian War? And then I'd be like, it was Athens <laughs> against Sparta. <laughs> and that's it. And that's it. I mean, like, I'm just delivering some piece of information that maybe they knew, but maybe they didn't. On which day did God create the birdies? The little birdies <laughs> that fly. That fly around in, up in the sky. And the ice. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's, that's been a mystery. That's been it's a biblical mystery. It never says when God created ice. <laughs> it doesn't. That's a good point. Yeah. Oh, the worst is going to be when he's, like, really trying hard. He's, like, racking his brain to say something, but he wants to do it in a pun format, and he can't think of it, right? And he's just sort of tripping over his words. Yeah, like, he's going to see someone on a bike. He's going to see someone on a bike, that. and he's going to be like, more like an ice cycle. And you're going to mm. be like, that, wh- that doesn't even make sense. That's a bike. That's a bicycle. It's not an icicle. Okay. <laughs> Jackson, I think it's your turn. Jack, uh, hey, J- uh, Jackson, you got you got another goof? You got another I goofy, do. cool superhero to I hang with? I do. Uh, Beast Boy. Beast Boy. Because, one, his name is Beast Boy. Great alliteration. Yeah, it can go so many great directions. It can go so is many he... great directions. Let's discuss. Is he a boy who's a beast or a beast who's a boy? Or is mm. he or is he like one of those kids that wears tap out exclusively and uses the word beast mode a lot? And that's nice. just that's just kind of what he calls himself. He, nice. he doesn't really Very have superheroes. Cool. Superpowers, Very I mean. Cool. Um, isn't Beast Boy like usually after like key grip uh, on like the credits for a movie? <laughs> it's <laughs> Yo, Jackson, why do you want to hang out with Beast Boy? I'm getting a bad vibe. Beast Boy of Teen Titans fame uh, can transform into any beast. So, like, any animal, Beast Boy's got it. So, let's say you're not particularly a dog person or a cat person. You like them both. Beast Boy can satisfy that, that need whichever day of the week, whatever you're feeling. I'm feeling like a dog person today. I want a dog. Oh, I'm feeling like a cat person today. I want a cat. Oh, I'm feeling like an octopus person today. Oh, sweet. You can have an octopus. I thought you were saying he could be both. I thought you were saying he could be a a dat or a cog. 
Oh, he could be cat like, dog. Like the head because of cat dog. a cat and the body of a dog and the tail of a lion and the paws of an otter. I think he can only like, be can real be things. So he could only be cat mm-hmm. dog. So, uh, okay, Jackson, here are the things that I know about Beast Boy. He, they're, he's green by default. There's a lot of pictures of him with Sonic the Hedgehog. And if you're listening to this podcast, just know we edited out about 10 minutes of Google <laughs> image searching <laughs> pictures of Beast Boy with Sonic the Hedgehog. Beast Boy as Sonic the Hedgehog. And yeah, all sorts of variants. But and Lilo we, and we edited it out to save you from that. So, what else is there to know about Beast Boy? You can turn it into animals. What else? Okay, so I mean, let's just go with our perfect date with Beast Boy. Me and Beast Boy go to the park, the dog park, and he's a dog. And we get there, and he turns into a T Rex and just stomps around and scares off all the other dogs. That's fun. Actually, that sounds that terrible sounds like a, that's and mean. Joe, I was going to say, that sounds like a pretty fun afternoon. I know, that sounds great. <laughs> that's a good prank. It's a good prank because the dog turns into a t- Tyrannosaurus Rex. And, like, who sees that coming? Yeah, I've never seen that coming. Beast Boy does. <laughs> I'm going to be looking at every dog from now on with a side eye. <laughs> a little bit like, what you to do? If you ever do see right a now? green dog, that's probably where you probably need to pay a little bit more attention. Which makes St. Patrick's Day, where people dye their dogs, that makes it really... You're on, you're on edge all day long. Yeah, I don't sleep. The 48 hours preceding or after St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Pretty much just the whole week. You just count that week as a wash. Yeah, right off that whole week. Because there's no sleeping with Dogosaurus Rex on the loose. Hold on, Connie's yelling. Let me see what she's yelling about. Shoot. What's up? Did you just tell your very pregnant wife to shush? It was Survivor. It was right. Survivor? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, for those listening at home, something you need to know, we are on Labor Watch right now with Joe. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, like, this podcast might get cut short at any moment, or Jackson and I might have to finish it without Joe, because... Joe, do you want to explain? Uh, I got my wife pregnant. Ooh, and she, first of all, gross. And she has a baby in her. Okay. <laughs> That's all so that I... needs to be explained. So, my last person that I will present as someone that I would want to hang out with and is... And maybe make the godfather of your baby. I don't know. And maybe make the godfather of my baby. Um, is Danny the street? And you might be asking, is this is this like a guy from the streets? Is this like like what is he what's kind of his whole thing? What's his what's his game? Well, he is a living sentient street. Oh um, Danny the street, you know. Yes. It's more of a descriptor about his existence than it is like a cool nickname or anything. Mm-hmm. He's the, the only person you would hang out with uh, 
but also references intersections. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, so, you're going to hang out at Danny and MLK. So, here's the reason that I would want to hang out with him. He could get me anywhere I need to go. Because he can also teleport. He can place himself anywhere in the world he wants to. Can he change oh. his dimensions, or is he just like the same street? Every it day? fits. So what I read was that it fits around him. Like wherever he goes, it fits around him. So, so he like could be, he could be a good British street, or he could be like a dusty road in the mountains of Nepal, or he could be like the Audubon. But he <laughs> also. He he doesn't have like a mouth or eyes or a face or anything. He talks using stuff in the environment. So like maybe it's like an awning that kind of like flaps up and down and makes mouth noises. <laughs> or maybe it's a like the wind blowing through some flowers in it like is like hello, I, let me buy you some nice teas. A nice oolong tea. <laughs> Like, maybe it says that. So, perfect date, and I, I I don't want to intrude too much here, but I'm already thinking of a perfect date with Danny the Street because he does seem very chill. Very chill. Yeah, the most chill. Uh, street yeah, hockey! Not, not, Who else is going to play street hockey with you? Well, not Danny the Street, but, but he will Danny be your arena. For show sure facilitate it. He will be your arena in which to play street hockey. Okay, so that's good. He can make sure all of your flip. He can make sure all of your fl- kick flips land. Yeah, he just moves under. You like if kinda, if you you're not about that, to that if you're about to wreck and not land it, he just kind of dips down a little bit and makes the street a little bit lower so you can finish your kick flip. Excellent. Oh man, Tony Tony Hawk's Pro Danny the Street. <laughs> 2004. 2004. <laughs> Click all the VHS tapes on Danny the Street. <laughs> and just watch him be a street. But he's a DC hero. So he is going to be... He was in every scene of Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a cool cameo. He was the street whose mom's name was Martha. <laughs> <laughs> that's very chill, Joe. That's super chill. But I'm, you know who's the chillest? You know oh, who we're going to really Mr. Freeze. What? Mr. Freeze? No. I have another I have another more different one to share. Because I want to hang out with Gambit. Mm. Gambit. Two things. The X-Man? I have two things about Gambit and no more. Gambit <laughs> is from the islands. So you know he's going to be cooking up that good... Low country boil. Uh huh. It's co- shrimp. It's potatoes, cool that everyone from New Orleans cooks. <laughs> yes, and he's. It's like, cool how you just generalize their whole culture. And he's just like, let's get into this king cake. I'm gonna find the baby. And two, he does card tricks and throws exploding uh, cards. So like they're the coolest tricks because they're the kind with explosions. And, and I don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy, but we that up a chance. <laughs> and he'd be good at card games, and that's our list. <laughs> <laughs> Enough said. Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're, we're going to do another nine characters. <laughs> okay, here's our list. So far, we've talked about it. No particular order. Matter Eater Lad, Arm Fall Off Boy, Danny the Street, 
Jazz, Mr. Freeze, Gambit, The Incredible Hulk, Caliban, and Beast Caliban. Boy. And we're going to chop a few of these down uh, so that we have a list of five and we're going to rank them. Let's do it super fast so that Joe can go have a baby. <laughs> um, Caliban would horrify me to hang out with because of his looks and his stench and he would always be smelling things. Yeah, not fun. Yeah, in retrospect, he does smell like a Dillard's. Other than that. <laughs> he smells beautiful like a Dillard's. Like a dang Dillard's. Like a diggity dang Dillard's. <laughs> Alright. I'm I'm willing um, to get rid of Caliban. Okay. Uh... I think maybe we could get rid of Mr. Freeze because he would kill you. Like, he would kill you. He would kill you, but he would do it with so much pizzazz. But also, also this is not dead. Ice This is not the superhero that would be the most pizzazzful. That's because then I have a couple other ones that would have gone in the list. Yeah, like Vibe. Okay, you're right. His name is Vibe. So get it. Yeah, get Mister Freeze out of here. Uh, okay. Um. Joe, I'm gonna turn the turn the uh, turn the uh, turn the uh, uh, turn tables. So tables. Oh, down. the uh. <laughs> you're, you're getting on the turntables. Getting, getting on the, the ones and twos. Joe, and I'm gonna say I probably wouldn't actually have that much fun with arm fall off boy, um, <laughs> because what is that? <laughs> also, in it term, would just be kind of horrifying. Of what is that? It would like scare me very much. Him screaming and then seeing just like kind of a fleshy mass where his arms once were. Right. So I'm cool yeah. with arm fall off boy though. I mean, I'm cool with him, but he wouldn't be the chillest. You're right. That would be a very high stress situation. Yeah. I've I've seen dismemberments in hospitals. It's not a good thing. You're right. Um, high stress off the list. Yeah. Um. I think we either need to cut Gambit or the Incredible Hulk. I got the I got the impression from you guys that you didn't want to spend a whole lot of time talking about Gambit with me. So I, I, think, I think there's more to this dude, but the train stopped a little but, prematurely. But little for this, the, the purpose for the purposes of this comedy podcast, we'll move on quickly. All right, but. To be fair, the Incredible Hulk is clearly number five. Uh, yeah, he's—I don't want to be on pins and needles, like treading on eggshells constantly. But he'll make you a better person, which is my main argument. Yeah, but you also need to have some healthy emotional space. Okay, I do understand. There's a lot of caveats here. I'm cool with. I'm cool fine. with the Incredible Hulk, or Bruce Banner rather, being number five. Incredible Hulk would be like number last every time. <laughs> Number number last. Number four, I'm thinking probably Beast Boy. That's what uh, I would think as well. Because, I mean, similar, no, not similar reasons. I did like the whole dog park thing. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we can just go scare children and dogs. That'll, that'll be good. That's a fun, you know, like, let's go hang out and let's just terrify some innocence. But, yeah, kind of a one application yeah, thing. Yeah, it's kind Unless of I, a guilty pleasure. A guilty pleasure, definitely. Unless he wanted to be my horse always and never transform out of horse mode. But 
But that would get kind of weird because, like, what if he was really into that and, like, you're like, ah, I just kind of want to hang out with a regular Beast Boy today. Like, you know, just be you. He's like, no, let's do He's the like, horse no, no, thing. no, let's do the horse thing where you ride on top of me. <laughs> no, thank you, Beast Boy. Not today. Beast Boy, you're number four. Hey, look, I'm going to be a dog today and I'm going to sleep at the foot of your bed. Isn't that fun? <laughs> ah, maybe not tonight, Beast Boy. Maybe not hey, Beast tonight. Boy. You're actually an outside dog. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, Beast Boy number last. So I have a hard time with our last three. Why is that? Because I think they're all people I want to hang out with. Yeah. Oh man, if we could get a three, like a little three on three, like basketball match going on, us three versus Matter Eater Lad, Danny the Street, and Jazz. Well, it would be two on three because one of them would be the surfaces yeah. on which and we so play. That's why I want to segue to Danny the Street being number three because he is super chill and he is facilitating a lot of friendships. But he's uh, like he's your the friend. Most chill, though. He's really your friend that just kind of gets the party together. He's not the most fun. Yeah, he's not the most fun to hang out with, but he is chill. So I'm he thinking Danny the Street number three. Danny the Street is number one in my heart. He's a key player. Absolutely. He's going to make a lot of connections for you. Um, I'm, I, okay, so it's down between Jazz and Matter Eater Lad. One very practical fit, friend. One very just personality oriented. <laughs> so, and you decide which is which. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm, even though I really like Matter Eater Lad. Jazz it would be the best person to hang out with. I do. Because he is a bad rapper, so he would Uh just, like, you know, drop some terrible rhymes. And he would make you feel good about not having a power. Because he'd be like, yeah, I'm a mutant, and I don't have any powers. Like, it could be worse. Yeah, your life could be worse. I'd say the one situation I would want to avoid is when Jazz wants to go hang out with, like, his friends... Yeah, and you're like, nope, those, they're drug dealers. I'd <laughs> yeah, much rather are drug dealers. So I'd much out, rather just stay out. here and play the cube. Let's play GameCube or like go to that youth group lock-in or something. But <laughs> jazz but, would be fun to go to a youth group lock-in with. Jazz, can I introduce you to my best friend? Well, the problem with jazz going to a youth group lock-in is that he would try to sell everyone drugs there. It would be a pretty fun life. You could introduce Jazz to Danny the Street, and Danny the Street will be, you know, like a trash can. He's like, I was on the streets too once, Jazz. Now I except am a street. Except it sounds like, clank, 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 clank. And Jazz is like, kid. I really need to lay off of these drugs. It's a way for him to get clean. <laughs> I was playing basketball, and then that man ate the basketball, and the street talked to me. <laughs> I'm going to go home and cry. I'm going to make some very serious life changes right now. And maybe eat some pizza pockets. Talk about bettering your life. Hang out with Jazz, Matter Eater Lad, and Danny the Street. <laughs> so, that's our list. Top five. Are we good with that? I'm cool yeah. with that. Okay. Chillest superheroes slash villains? I don't even know anymore but number five the incredible hulk hogan uh number four uh drop the beast boy uh number three danny the street didn't have a joke for that one number two matter eater lad 
maybe like Pokemon character number one, jazz, the genre. Mm-hmm. I would argue, Chris, that maybe you didn't have a joke for any of those. <laughs> <laughs> Agree to disagree. We'll, uh, we'll talk about it off air. That's it. <clears throat> That's it. That's our podcast. Um, let's do to- let's do some top things of the week, but let's do it real fast. Remember, babies. Clock's ticking. My thing of the oh, week. there he is. Did you like that good joke? That, uh-huh. It was that very funny. That's hey, this is the last time we'll talk to Joe, and he's not a father. Isn't that Shit. weird? Or next time we're gonna be talking to Papa Joe. My top thing of the week is another video game that I've gotten back into uh, in a major way in the past few days. It's called Hitman. It is the latest version in the the series, the Hitman series. Basically, you're an assassin. You're dropped into a scenario. You have a couple of targets, and you can go about it uh, any which way. Any which way. You could shoot them the boring way, or you could drown them in a toilet, or you could drop a, a boat on their head, or you could drop a chandelier on their head. Or you could drop like a, another giant light fixture on their head. There's a lot of light fixtures. Yeah, a lot of dropping. A lot of dropping. You could um, throw a fire extinguisher at them. You could throw a fire extinguisher at their head. Oops. <laughs> that was somebody threw a fire extinguisher at me. <laughs> He's coming. Uh, anyways, it's a super fun game because you can just kind of play around uh, and, and think of creative uh, ways to sneak around and change disguises and hide in trash cans and stuff so hitman play it um i just watched the movie logan it might have been a week and a half ago but i'm gonna use it for this week uh it's an excellent movie probably top at least top three superhero movies i've ever seen i'm it's making a run for number one though um i did enjoy it It yeah it does things that no other superhero movie really does um the, the my favorite thing about it was that the storyline, and I'm not going to ruin anything here, but it wasn't an end of the world storyline. It was a very small story compared to most superhero movies, and it just made it feel a lot more personal. Mm-hmm. You had a lot yeah. more emotional connection to all of the characters. Um, it was really, really good. I recommend everybody going to watch it, and don't look anything up about it before you go see it. Like if you are aware of the concept of Wolverine, you're good to go. So my top thing of the week is the. Uh, new remake of Beauty and the Beast. Um, I, I went and saw that with my wife to make her happy, and it was very good. Yeah, it was. Did it make you happy too? Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, I, I really like well. all the music. I like all the music from the OG Beauty and the Beast, and they do all the songs. Which so I saw. I was not super excited about it because I saw the Jungle Book, and yeah. I didn't actually think it was very good. I didn't like it that much. Um, the live action version because mm-hmm. it was the animation just was a little bit weird. It was good, but it was weird. And then there was only like a little bit of two songs in it. Like it was not yeah, the right. musical mm. uh, kind of nature of the animated movie. So Beauty and the Beast is like almost shot for shot, and it's really good. Um, I, I really liked it a lot. Um, so and the new song that, that the Beast sings that was that was good stuff. Yeah, that dude has the best voice. He's really good. the The guy that plays Beast is really really good. 
Cool. Those are those are our top things for the week. Check us out on Twitter. Check Go follow us on Twitter. Send us an email. An email. Um, Twitter is at rankedcast on Twitter. Email is rankedpod at gmail.com or halo the computer game at gmail.com. All right, that's been our show. Thanks for hanging out with us, guys. Uh, until next time, my name is Chris Gluckman. My name is Jackson Cornelison. And my name is Joe Bradshaw. What killed the dinosaurs? The, the Ice Age! Age! Jack jumped over the candlestick. Is that a song you I don't think so. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I think mostly no. Mostly no. Humpty Dumpty. Wait, is that a song? <laughs> what? Hold on, I, I got one. Said. Aesop's Fables. <laughs> <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. The Bible, the Bible. <laughs> I love you, the Bible. Oh, Gilgamesh. Is that O Canada, but Gilgamesh? But like Gilgamesh. <laughs> but, but instead of Canada, you said Gilgamesh, which is really good. <laughs> it's really good because they both have three syllables. <laughs> I like a good syllable based humor. <laughs> Oh, this podcast just went to hell. Oh, it hasn't started yet. It was born there.